Lunchtime replay from Money FM 89.3. Hashtag Wanderlust with Tim Go only on Money FM 89.3. It's time for Hashtag Wanderlust here on Money FM 89.3, where we talk about traveling and, well, you know what? Why don't we talk about how you can save money when you're traveling and maybe even do it for free? We're talking about using your points that you earn from your credit cards to get yourself to a dream destination, well, for free. Virtually free. You still need to pay for those taxes, I think. But I'm talking to Rohit Morty. He is the country manager and founder of SingSaver, which is a financial product comparison platform where you, Rohit, welcome to Hashtag Wanderlust, where you compare credit card products out there. And you are now going to tell us which are the best ones out there if we want to travel for free faster. Yeah, great to be back. And uh, yes, definitely, as you rightly pointed out, uh, I personally, you know, I'm, I have a family of three kids. Um, and, you know, we, we've traveled over the past few years mm-hmm. to beautiful destinations. We were in New Zealand, we were in Portugal, we've gone even to Japan. And I can tell you, I have, you know, used credit cards to rack up you know, points and miles and redeem them for free. And that tickets. is why I invited you back here because <laughs> we were talking about this off air a couple of weeks ago. And yes. I'm very impressed because personally, I can only use my credit card points uh, to travel once every two years. I mean, mm-hmm. what I mean is I can rack up enough points mm-hmm. every two years to fund uh, a free trip somewhere Understand. on business class. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a normal person probably can do it more than I can. Well, uh, again, I, I would obviously take a step back, and and I think it's important that we clearly understand the type of cards that are out there mm-hmm. and what are the things to look out for when you try and pick the best credit card for your travel needs. So okay. I would start with that. Okay. So in the market, you know, you have three types of cards. The first type is cashback, which is essentially fixed rewards. Mm-hmm. Every time you spend, you get a certain cash back into your account. For someone who doesn't like to travel or doesn't wish to travel, my father-in-law, you know, he's scared of flights. <laughs> okay. He doesn't travel, so, you know, he would not... Uh, he's probably someone who would never get an Amaz card. Okay. Now, the other two types of cards the, the are rewards cards. These are essentially, you know, cards where you get points, and mm-hmm. this is points given by the bank. So okay. it's their currency. So DBS has their own points, mm-hmm. City have their own points. Mm-hmm. And you rack up these points, and you can redeem them for our miles. Right. So And in many cases, you can redeem and transfer these points into either Chris Flyer miles, if you have, you know, Chris Flyer frequent flyer program, Asia miles, and so on. Okay. There are also co-branded cards, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, car banks where they have partnerships with Singapore Airlines, like American Express does, where you can actually earn miles directly. So you're not actually earning points and redeeming it. You know, you can actually just earn the miles without having to, you know, uh, redeem them so for a fee. So these are the ones that go and are credited directly, directly into your Chris Flyer account. Okay. So, so there are these three types of cards. Now, now that we have these three types of cards, when you're trying to pick the best mm-hmm. card. There are various things to look out for, now which this, is when it gets this interesting. We all which have is to yeah, pay attention to. Okay, what are the things to look out for? The first thing to keep in mind when it comes to rewards cards or even your miles cards, unlike the cashback cards, as you spend more, you actually earn more. Earn more, yes. right? So 
then you ask yourself, where am I spending that money on? So you have something like where you just normally locally spend. You go mm -hmm. dining, shopping, you know, um, you take a grab ride. So depending, it's just local spend. Okay. And you may use your credit card for that. And many today, a lot of them actually accept credit cards, mm -hmm. right? The other thing is when you're overseas, you again use a credit card. Because you earn more, right? Yeah. So you have uh, an earn rate there and you're right. The earn rates typically are different there. Okay. Uh, then there are interesting things where if you buy tickets online, so if you go to the Expedias of the world or if you buy an online ticket on Singapore Airlines, then you could potentially earn more miles. So, you know, banks also have preferential earn rates mm -hmm. for with certain partners, uh, including Grab. When you take Grab rides, you can also earn miles based okay. on, you know, uh, yeah. how much you spend on Grab. Uh, another important thing to keep in mind is these cards also have welcome or bonus miles, which is when things get very interesting. <laughs> so some of so them... So this is when some people get into trouble because you sign up for a new credit card just because you get free 10,000, 50,000, whatever, which is good enough for a, a short trip. The market has changed quite, I mean, interestingly. When I started SingSaver in 2015, mm -hmm. cashback cards were more the mass cards. Mm -hmm. What I meant by, them, by, by this is that the minimum income the annual income required was lower for cashback cards. The Aramal cards were slightly higher. So okay. In some cases, fifty thousand, you know, per year, eighty thousand per year. The markets change where now the Aramal cards can also be entry level cards. Most of the Aramal cards actually now have a minimum income of thirty thousand per year, okay. which means anybody you know can, can be can eligible it, for yeah. it. But what the banks have also done is they've not made it that easy for you to just get welcome miles just upon. Signing up you for need a card. To spend uh, yes. a minimum spend within. A so few they months, have right? certain spend criteria, and we can go through that. And I and we can go through you know which are the top cards for each of you know those different interesting criteria. But there, a lot of them are quite reasonable. I mean, assuming that there is a certain spend that you know you you have some fixed expenditure, uh, you know that you you can earn actually uh, a lot of you know miles. Mm -hmm. You can rack up miles within three months, okay. and when we'll talk about it. But you're right. The golden rule. When it comes to using credit cards, you know, to rack up miles is first thing is you always have to pay your bills in full on time. Of course, otherwise it's not worth it. It erodes into anything that you might be saving. And the other thing which you also nicely pointed out is don't spend more than you can afford mm -hmm. or than you need. Okay. Because, you know, then you again defeat the purpose where just because, you know, you can spend, you're just spending for the sake of spending. But yes, if, if as long as you're able to optimize your spend within you know, those needs of yours. The Aramal cards give you lots of value, especially if you are someone who like to travel mm -hmm. and who have, you know, who at least like to travel once or two or three times a year. I'm speaking to Rohit Morty, country manager and founder of SingSaver. And we're talking about my, uh, a very important topic close to my heart is using your credit card points to redeem for free flights. And Rohit has taken his family to destinations, a family of three, did you yes, say? Yes, I mean, when it, it's grown. No, it's <laughs> grown now. Okay. So, yeah, now they're, you know, they were infants. Now they're, you know, uh, okay. kids over two years. But, yeah, it's a family using of two daughters and, points, a, and, a right? and a baby boy. Yeah. Okay. Now, here is another question for you. There are credit cards out there that we were talking about this just before I reintroduce you, um, bonus sign-up mm -hmm. uh, points that yep. they give you. Uh, there are credit cards out there that have annual fees. Yes. But in exchange for those annual fees, you get annual points right. if you spend a minimum of whatever. Are those worth it? Yes. So let me give you an example. 
So one of the cards in the market, uh, and this is a really good card in the market, uh, it's from City. It's mm-hmm. called City Premium Miles. Okay. So the City Premium Miles cards, when you pay their annual fee, which is about $192.60, okay. and if you spend a minimum of 9000 in the first three months, which is essentially 3000 every month, if you have $3,000 worth of expenses, put it, put on, it on your, your card, card, and uh, you actually can earn you know, around 40,000 miles. Now, um, of course, there there are, you know, you have to be a new to card customer, so they mm-hmm. have a requirement, meaning you shouldn't already hold another Citibank card. Okay. But, you know, they give you welcome miles, bonus miles, just based on that spend. 40,000 miles is a lot that you can actually, within three months, yeah. you know, you can essentially fly to Hong Kong, a return ticket. You should mm-hmm. be able to get a Hong Kong return ticket. Or Bangkok for two. Bangkok for two. Uh, obviously, Bali is also there. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, if you manage to get a, a, another 10,000-odd miles, you can even fly to Istanbul. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, you can see it's a lot of value. If you know you have $3,000, you have to, you know, is your expenditure. Is, are, this could be also things that you'd plan for, but then in those three months, if you spend 9000 and you pay the annual fee of $192.60, which is not it's a big amount, it. you know, it's not that such a big amount compared to, you know, the value you're getting back. Because 40,000 miles, if you are redeeming it and getting a ticket. Which is know, a few thousand yeah, dollars. Yeah, a few thousand dollars yeah. on Singapore Airlines. Yep. So you're actually getting a lot of value back mm-hmm. uh, in terms of even if you take the 192 out. Now, the good thing is when you apply for these cards, Wire platforms like SingSaver, actually for that card that I mentioned, you get $200 cash upon approval. So it pretty much offsets the annual fee that you're paying for. But then this annual fee offsets maybe the first year or so. And then Mm -hmm. after that, subsequently, you need to pay for it. You can't offset it. And I came into this uh, experience of mine Mm -hmm. with an American Express from a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It charged an annual fee. And then in return for that, you get $50,000 every year that you can use for Singapore Airlines every year. And I thought, okay, 50000 plus my own points can get me to North America mm-hmm. once a year on business class, which was worth it. Yeah, so in some cases, um, again, the banks, when you renew, mm-hmm. because, you know, as you pay the annual fee and renew, they do give you like a bonus. Uh, that can vary by bank. Okay, but that's uh, the thing. When they renewed, they took it out and said... <laughs> It wasn't very popular. Right. So Now, again, the important thing is these cards and these offers change frequently. So you need to review. You, you have to review. I mean, you have to shop around. Right. You can't hold on to one card and hope that that card is, you know, evergreen going to be the best card in the market. Now, mm. I just mentioned one card, you know, for Welcome Miles. Mm-hmm. I, there are also, interestingly, two other cards, you know, I can talk about that give you Welcome Miles, like the DBS Altitude card gives you... Not by not spending that much, you only spend six thousand in <laughs> okay. the first three months. You can get about seventeen thousand two hundred miles. Now again, not as much as forty, but you know enough miles that you're getting that can redeem a ticket. You know to mm. any of the nearby you know destinations. Now, what are the strategies? Though I I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is what I do now. I'm just trying to collect points. If- and a handful of credit cards, mm-hmm. just two, really. Yeah. Uh, Altitude, DBS Altitude is one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think if I'm just spending on one credit card and accumulating on that, I am probably better off in achieving my goal of right. getting free travel instead well, of different credit cards. If you getting... are playing the miles game, you'll uh-huh. have to be a bit savvier than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to actually, I mean, firstly, it's very important that say for the first next six months, mm-hmm. you should be clear in terms of where your expenditure is, right? Okay. So you will probably tell yourself that I spend this much on dining, I, I plan to be overseas, so I will spend you know a certain amount there, I plan to shop, mm-hmm. these are my grab rights, and so on. 
And once you have a very clear view of your expenditure, then for that category of your expenditure, there's probably a card out there that gives you more buck. Mm-hmm. You know, so for example, if you are actually buying air tickets and you are someone who goes to Expedia and buys air tickets, then I would consider UOB Privy Miles because they give you actually six miles per dollar on selected, you know, participating airlines, but mm-hmm. on Expedia. Um, TBS Altitude also gives you six miles per dollar. But you can see now you have a choice where you say, you know what, if I had the UOB preview miles, I would have actually got, you know, six miles per dollar. And of course, they cap it to $3,000, but it's still 18,000 miles that you get. And a lot of these offers, they they expire, so you have to apply by a certain date. So those are things to also keep in mind. So these are things that you really need to pay attention to. You have to pay attention. How much much dollar per mile you're going to get. Yes. And how much it costs, really, because I think every bank and every credit card, mm-hmm. there's a different cost. You may have 40,000 points in one card, but it costs more to buy the points for Singapore Airlines or Asia Miles. The own so. mile, I mean, okay, one is the frequent flyer programs, mm-hmm. right? When you transfer it to a frequent flyer program, it really depends. Again, it, it, then it gets interesting that who do you transfer it to? So let's assume that to I have whoever I can Chris find flyer. a seat from. Yeah, if I have a Chris Flyer, and Asia Miles, assuming I can, you know, you can get a frequent flyer account for free, right? You have mm-hmm. both these. Now you've earned points. So if you take some something like a city card, they actually allow you to transfer it to both, okay. you know, Chris Flyer or Asia Miles. Now, but then it becomes interesting, where are you flying to? Now, mm-hmm. if I'm flying to Hong Kong, interestingly, Asia Miles on economy will say I only need 20,000. Exactly. But Chris Flyer might need 30. So it also then depends on the destination where then you need to get a bit savvy to say, who do I need to transfer it to where mm-hmm. I can actually, A, get a seat for a cheaper, you know, miles. But also, to your point, you know, obviously, these seats run out. There are a certain quota. So you also need to see your travel dates and see are there actually saver seats available, you know, when you transfer. So those are the things where you start first with what is, you know, firstly, you know, where, uh, what are your sort of expenditure needs? Mm-hmm. You have a very clear, simple breakdown, right? right? It's maybe five, six main categories. You know how much you're going to spend. And then you start then looking at which other cards. You know, you don't need too many cards. I mean, you're not like, you shouldn't, there's no need for you to have six, eight cards. But it very well could be two or three cards that will okay. allow you to optimize that spend. And then the good thing is, if you are also meeting that spend criteria, then one of them may give you a very good bonus, welcome bonus. And then in three to six months, you actually, you know, can rack up enough miles to get a business class ticket to Europe mm-hmm. or even to some, you know, destination like Istanbul, which is essentially Europe. And then, you know, then you you, you suddenly open up a lot, many other destinations you can fly to within Europe once you get to, you know, one of those destinations. So the key thing is, since you're already spending anyway, put everything that as much as you can on a credit card or credit cards that serves yes. your purpose and get something back at the end of the year yeah. or at the end of two years, right? And always shop around because there are these card offers change. Okay. And also, you know, platforms like ours, we give you a lot of good welcome sort of, you know, uh, bonuses. Like we gave you, I just mentioned $200. Mm-hmm. We, we're having a campaign on 11 where we'll give you $280. So if you had applied for the card on that day, you know, $280 offsets the annual fee, but also gives you a little bit more extra money along with the miles okay. that may pay for, you know, the air the airport taxes when you redeem and so on. So it's important that if you're playing the miles game, always review your expenditure, but also you know keep scanning the market to try and make sure you have the best cards in the wallet. I think one of the great things about the air miles cards is 
pretty much all the cards, even certain entry-level cards, now have now given you access to a lot of airport, you know, lounges. So if you take something like, you know, uh, yeah, as I mentioned, the City Premium Miles card, you you get a priority pass. Now, mm-hmm. priority pass is actually one of the most common you know, uh, sort of launches access that it gives you to, and the largest in the world. So when you're in the airport, you can actually, you don't have to pay, you know, uh, for your meal while you're waiting for your transit for your flight. You can actually go in with your priority pass. Yeah, sit there and enjoy. So you can see it really depends on what even your travel needs are. And there are cards out there for each of these, you know, um, benefits. So now here's my question. If I go into your website, find, found something that I, that works for me, can I cancel my if it's the same credit card as I'm using now, can I cancel and reapply for a new no. one just so I can? <laughs> no. So <laughs> when, when banks have new to, when they have criteria that says new to card, mm-hmm. they, they, there's really 12 ha- months. There's mm-hmm. about 12 months where, you know, you would have canceled your card previously. Then you're new yeah, again. Then you know one. So it can still be done. It's you can still that, be done, but uh, there's a 12-month where they then treat you as a new to card. But then there are so many other cards in the, in the, right there in the market. So when uh-huh. you come to our site, you'll see different categories. All right. There you go. So, hey, let's put it this way. Our goal will have to be one free travel a year. Let's see if we can do that. Uh, Rohit, thank you very much uh, for joining me here and explaining the complexities of playing the miles game with your credit card. Roy Morty is country manager and founder of SingSaver. You can check out everything we talked about and compare the credit cards that best work for you at SingSaver's website. You're listening to Hashtag Wanderlust here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.